This is Dr. Jonathan Shaw. I want to thank you for tuning in to Crown Ministries Podcast today. We hope that this message transforms you and encourages you to pursue God's presence in a greater way. Enjoy the message. It won't be able to even locate you. God's going to hide you in his presence. He's going to hide you in this place. And I believe that God's going to do something magnificent and he's going to do something wonderful. For the last month, uh, I've been ministering on our theme for the year 2021. I've been ministering on the theme, the sermon series, Lord, make me. There is something that God is making you. There's something that God is forming you into, that he's shaping you into. And I don't know about you, but I like what God is making. He's going to make me a masterpiece. <laughs> Do y'all believe that? I said, he's going to make me a masterpiece. And in this series, I've been trying to convey to you the importance of being processed. The importance of going through the stages called process. So that you really comprehend that anything of value is not going to come overnight. Be careful when it comes to you quick. Because what comes quick can also leave quick. I'm talking already. I said what comes quick will also leave quick. Be careful for quick money. Because quick money will be lost money. Be careful for quick relationships. Oh, Jesus. Because what happens quick usually doesn't last long. God is making me. Somebody shout, God is making me. He's making me into what he wants me to be. He's fashioning me. He's molding me. He is shaping me. And the reason why he's making you is because he wants to use you. Unfortunately, we got too many people that want to be used but haven't been made. The challenge of being used and not being made is that you are underdeveloped. You don't have all of the ingredients necessary to be used of quality. And there are some things you should not even pray for right now because you're not ready for what you're asking for. It's not that you're not worthy of it. You're just not ready for it. It's possible to be worthy of something you're not ready for. See, some of you have been praying, God, it's not fair. It's not fair. Everybody else is doing it. Everybody else has gotten it. Everybody. God has said, I haven't denied you. I'm just developing you. So that when you get it, you won't lose it. You can certainly give a five-year-old the keys to a Mercedes Benz. But he's going to wreck it because he's not developed to handle it. It's a blessing in his hands, but it's a burden in his operation because he's underdeveloped. What is it that you're praying for right now that though you deserve it, you're not developed for it? So before we ask God to give us, we need to be asking God to make us. Make me ready for the things I'm praying for. Make me ready for the things that I ask you for because if I'm not ready, I'm going to destroy your blessing and it's going to look like a curse. What are you carrying now that should be a blessing but it's as heavy as a burden? Because you weren't ready for it. Here's the thing. 
We are under the delusion, ladies and gentlemen, that we live in this life for ourselves, by ourselves, as if our lives don't also affect other people. I want you to know today, emphatically and unapologetically, that the way you live affects who's around you. You are as big as the circle you keep. For some of you, I don't even have to prophesy to you. All I have to do is look at your circle of friends. For some of you, I don't have to say, thus saith the Lord. All I have to do is look at your circle of friends and I can tell you your future by who you hang with. It is your surroundings that not only affect you, but you also affect who you're connected to. You are the legacy of your parents, whether you like them or love them or even know them or not. You are an offspring to who brought you here. You, what you do affect your parents, it affect your children. What you do, even as a believer, affects other believers in the body of Christ. Because see, the world don't see just one of us. They see all of us. They say, see, that's how them church folks do. See, that's how them church folks do. Today, you're almost embarrassed to be a believer because of the stigma that's on the saints of God because how some of us act. And today, I I I want to preach to you and really teach you and really demonstrate to you how the power of your existence is affecting all of us. The power of your existence affects all of us. You got to understand that great things are in you and you are a contributor to who we are. If you don't be great, we can't be great. I want I want to I want to curse that selfish demon that's been in the body of Christ and in the world that says me, myself, and I. I want us to be great and celebrate us being great together. Look, look, I need you to help me, y'all. Point your finger at somebody in the sanctuary and say, I need you to be great. I need you to be great. Oh, I need you to be great. I need you to be real great, real big. Online, I need you to grab somebody's name and tag them in the chat and the comment and say, hey, I need you to be great. I need you to be great. I need Because when you're great, we're great. Y'all know how y'all felt in 2008 when Obama won the election. All of us felt like we was in the White House. Look at us. We the president. Look how y'all talk. We the president. Y'all know how y'all felt the other day when Kamala was uh, inaugurated and sworn in. Look at us. We now vice president. We are vice president. No, we ain't. Kamala is. But somehow or another, her greatness connects to us. Somehow her greatness associates to us and we need her to be great and we need him to be great and we need you to be great because somehow or another when you are great we are great but also on the contrary when you fail we all fail we don't point fingers and blame one or the other we do this together so let me go let me go let me go into my let me go into my message get your bibles get your bibles get your bibles the book the book of ephesians Chapter number four. (laughs) The book of Ephesians, chapter number four. Y'all ready to go? 
verse number 11, and it says, And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ until we all come into the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That we henceforth be no more children. Let, let me say it how one version says, that we no longer be childish, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love, we may grow up into him in all things which is the head, even Christ. Watch this verse 16. From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Verse 16 is our text of emphasis. From whom the whole body, somebody say the whole body. Somebody say the whole body. Fitly joined together. And compacted by that which every joint supplieth. We are fitly joined together and every joint supplies. We are different, but we are fitly joined together and everybody got to do their part. How many of y'all live in houses with people who don't do their part? Oh, can I, can I talk like I'm talking the way I'm talking? How many of you know somebody that you're supposed to be in this thing together, but somebody is not doing their part? We got some marriages right now in divorce court because somebody in the marriage is not doing their part. We got a parent fussing about garbage and dishes and laundry in the corner right now because somebody is not doing their part. Everybody has to do their because every joint supplies. I got a question for y'all today. What are you supplying? What are you contributing to the body? What are you doing? Do you just go to church? but don't sow in the church you go to? And I ain't even talking about money. Do you receive from a ministry that you don't labor for? Have you prostituted the church? Because you get feel goods, but you don't pay nothing. You don't contribute anything. You don't, you, don't, you don't support in any way except with your attendance. Now, we're glad to have your butt in the seats, but we would like to have your hands in the operation. What are you supplying? Do you eat from a table that you don't contribute to the bill? I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired of going out to eat with people who don't contribute to the bill. I mean, I, you know, have y'all ever went out to dinner? We get ready to preach. But have you ever went to dinner with somebody and when the bill come, they sitting there twirling their thumbs on your phone? You ain't, ain't nothing on Facebook. Ain't nobody text you. Go in your pocket and get some money. Yes, 
You got to be careful with the people who always go to dinner because they're expecting you to pick up the tab. Sometimes I need you to contribute. Let me help some relationship up in here. Because, you know, the women got to be liberated and they got to prove that they got it. Sometimes as much as the man I am and as much money as I got, sometimes when the bill comes, Pastor Sabrina looks over at me and says, baby, you want me to do it? Because women, you should not just always let the man pay. You got to prove girl got her dollars on her own. And if you don't pay the bill, I got enough to pay for us too. What are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table? You looking for a relationship and you asking, what is he bringing to the table? Well, what are you bringing to the table? I got a question, Pastor Moore, for some of these folks. Do you even have a table? Let's, let's ask that. I ain't talking about your mama table. I said, do you have a table? Do you even have a table? Because if I bring something to it, I got to put, I got to put it on something. Do you even have a table? What are you supplying? How are you contributing? What are you donating? How are you playing a part? Every joint supplies. And then not only does the joint supply, it got to be fitly joined together. In other words, you're supplying, but what you're supplying ain't working. There's some people who supply attitude. That don't fitly join together. There's some people who supply negativity. Have you ever tried to work on something and build something and, and ne negative Nancy just want to talk about what's wrong and what ain't working and that ain't going to never come to pass? You're just so negative. I need somebody to fitly join with me who even when it don't look good, going to prophesy into it and say, we're going to work it out. We're going to fix it. It's going to be all right when we fitly join together. Today, I want to help y'all, I want to help y'all and show you how we can fitly join together. I want to show you how every joint supplies. I want to show you how things can work out for your favor when you supply your part. When you play your role, <laughs> can y'all help me? And I want y'all to type this in the chat. Say, play your role, play your role, play your role. I need you to play your role. I need you to play your role. I need you to help me, Pastor Sabrina, real quick, because I got my butter here, uh, and I'm going to use this butter. But I need you to soften this. You know, I need you to soften it and soften that for me. You know how to soften butter. I've seen you do it. You, you've made me melt a time or two, so I know you know how to, I know you know how to soften butter, because I, I too have melted in your hands before. Hallelujah to our God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you ain't melting, you ain't in the right relationship. You gotta be, you gotta be with somebody that make you melt. You gotta. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. <laughs> Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
God, hallelujah. Glory to God. I, I, got, I got some things here. I got some things here. We're going to be long. We're going to have some fun today. Aren't y'all glad we all consecration? Because I got some things today that I think is going to help us understand and comprehend what, 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 what the scripture is saying. Because it says, we must be fitly joined together and every joint supplies. Here on my table, I've got some ingredients to make a cake. Let me ask y'all a question. Do you see a cake? We don't see a cake. I don't see no cake. I don't see a cake. And sometimes you've got to be able to understand that God gives you ingredients. He don't give you cake. He gives you the components to make a cake, but he don't give you cake. Some of us, Pastor Moore, is asking God for things and the things he's giving us are the ingredients for what we're asking him for. He don't give it to us already baked. He doesn't give it to us already made. He gives us the ingredients. Watch this. So sometimes we got to make it ourselves. Touch your neighbor and if you can and say you are an ingredient. You got you to understand. You got to understand. That sometimes you got to look at people and not see ingredients, but see cake. I want to talk to some people who can see beyond the ingredient and see the cake. I don't just see the components of sugar, eggs, flour, and milk, and butter. I actually see cake. The question is, what do you see when you see me? Do you see cake or do you see ingredients? Because watch this, watch this, ladies and gentlemen. Here is sugar. Would anybody be willing to come up and just eat this tablespoon full of sugar? I mean, just, just eat the sugar. I mean, look, look, look at she, she done melted my butter again, y'all. Look at, look at, look at this. This is God all in the, you see how that butter melted? I'm just liquid, just put it in her hands. Thank you so much. <laughs> Nobody just eats sugar. Sugar by itself is not to be eaten and consumed. Who's, who's going to come up and eat an egg? Just eat the egg raw. Come on. You just eat the raw egg. And just, you, you, you really going to eat the egg? No, you don't have to eat the egg. Which, would, you be, would you be willing to eat some flour? Just, just a mouthful of flour. Okay. What, 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 what about just drinking, just taking it to the head? Uh, some, some, some butter, just drinking butter. Your, your, your cholesterol, your heart, and your arteries wouldn't like that. Watch this. 
Because the ingredients by themselves don't work. I'm talking about something, Cheyenne. I hope they catch me. In other words, let me bust some of y'all egos. You by yourself don't work. You alone are not enough. The power of your existence and your greatness is your ability to collaborate and to partner with other ingredients as well. What we have missed in the body of Christ and what we have missed in the world is that we think that we are lone rangers, but you are no good by yourself. I'm not even talking about relationship. I'm talking about in business transaction. I'm talking about in life. I'm talking about in what you're trying to accomplish. You're going to have to know that the power of success is in the ability to collaborate. Are you connected with other ingredients? Because you by yourself ain't going to get your vision coming to pass. And so, and so what we're going to do here is we're going to make the cake. Now, Pastor Sabrina, I got one, one cup of butter. One cup of butter. We're going to use this butter because the ingredients requires butter. Everybody say butter. Butter, butter is fat. It, it allows things to be sweetened and salted, but it puts the fat into whatever you're making and creating. There are some of us that our assignments is just to add the fat to it. Because the fat is translated fat, and it's going to be able to create a consistency and a flavor that nobody else can add to the pot except the butter. The butter not only adds that consistency, but it also adds and contributes the silkiness to the entire whole. In other words, butter makes it smooth. When you're building team and when you're building people and developing one another, you got to have somebody that's a part of the team that's going to make this process smooth. Somebody that's going to be cool, calm, and collected, and somebody that's going to say, you know what, there's a simple and easy way to do it. Can we do this real smooth? Let's take all the negativity out. Let's take all of the nonsense out of it. Let's take the fight out of it. Who's contributing smoothness? And... And we add that to the bowl. We add the butter. Now notice, notice, I use the measuring, a measuring cup that tells me how much. I got one cup. I got quarters cup here. Um, Y'all all right here? And I, I got these measuring. Here's the thing. This vessel allows me to measure my ingredients. Brother Justin, the reason why that's important is because there has to be a measurement of what people are supplying. Because if you put too much of any individual thing, it's going to mess up the whole. So there has to be a rubric or a standard or a source of measuring to determine how much you must contribute. Let me say it like this. There has to be a ruler that we can gauge how much is being contributed. What is our ruler? The word of God. The word of God is your measuring cup to determine how much 
we should add of what you got. There's some people that they are contributing, but some are not contributing enough. And then there's some that's so egotistical, they're contributing too much. And they want it to be all about them. You got to watch out for them people who add all of their flavor and all of their names. And they put all their names on the documents. And they don't want to include other people. Do y'all know them people who are real egotistical? It's all about me. They got to be loud and proud and boisterous. We need you to measure up. And we need to determine how much of you, you need to be added. Because if you don't meet the standard, it's too much of you. What standard are you using to measure what man you should marry? What standard are you using to determine whether you're ready for ministry? What standard are you using to measure if this is right for you? If you don't measure it to the right standard, you may be adding too much or you may not have enough. Have you ever started dating somebody and found out that they just wasn't? You good. You just not enough. You nice to somebody else, but my capacity is a little bit larger. You're just not enough. See, it's a problem when you're dating a court, but you got a gallon capacity. The problem is you're good, but you can't fill me. You can't fulfill me. You're just not enough. What standard are you using to determine whether it's enough or not? Measure it to the word. And then not only are we going to add the butter, we're going to add sugar. Now, y'all, this ain't Betty Crocker. This ain't Duncan Hines. This cake from scratch. Y'all see? Y'all know how to make cake from scratch? Let me see who knows how to make cake from scratch. And we're going to add some sugar to it. Now, sugar is great. And sugar is a sweetener. And sugar, sugar, I mean, everybody like a little sugar. I mean, some, some people got too much sugar. But everybody likes sugar. And uh, sugar's wonderful. Sugar's amazing. And so I got one cup of sugar. And one cup of sugar is good, but it's not enough for a cake. You need another cup of sugar. And sometimes you have people who contribute one cup, but they need to, be go, they need to go back and be filled again. And they need to be filled up again. And we need to measure you again. And you, maybe you need another prayer meeting. And maybe you need another revival. And maybe you need another impartation. And maybe you need another prophecy. And we need another cup. But even two cups of sugar is not enough for the cake. I actually need three cups of sugar for a good cake. I mean, a good cake from scratch. You need three cups of sugar. Y'all need to be writing this down. I'm going to teach y'all how to make a, a cake from scratch. This is scratch cake, honey. This ain't no, ain't no Duncan Hines over here. Betty, Betty Crocker ain't got nothing on me. You understand? And, and so here's, here's, another, here's another cup. Here's another cup. So actually, ladies and gentlemen, we did one cup for the Father, two cups for the Son, and three cups for the Holy Ghost. So now we got the Trinity. We got the three cups we need. And though there's more sugar left, that's all the sugar I need. You see the danger of not having a measuring utensil. Sometimes you could add it all because you think you need it all. But too much sugar going to make your cake too heavy. There's some of you walking around with a heavy spirit because you got somebody that's too sweet on you. And the people that's too sweet on you, I found out this, Larissa, that the sweet people that's sweet on you, they will sing your praises but never correct you in your error. 
Watch out for the sweet people on you because they will always compliment you but never correct you. Be careful of the people that always applaud but don't hold you accountable. You just sweet on me. Stop stroking my ego. You sweet on me. I need to hear somebody that's going to hold me accountable. Somebody say accountable. Uh, I need somebody that's going to put my feet to the fire. I need somebody that's not going to add too much sweetener. Add it just enough so I can receive it. Add just enough so I like it. But don't put too much because I need you to tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. And though it may not feel good, that's enough sugar. That's enough. Look at somebody say, that's enough sugar. You, you got enough. You got enough. You don't need no more compliments. You don't need no more rub your shoulders. You don't need no more pats on the back. You don't need nobody to call you. You need somebody to say, hey, boot, that ain't right. That don't look good for you. That ain't a good look for you. Watch it. Watch what you do. Watch what you say. Hold me accountable. And then, and then we, add, we add another ingredient that looks like sugar, but it ain't. It's flour. The purpose of flour that I took from the house. It's flour is a thickener. Flour adds body. There's some of you, you're too lean because you don't have enough flour. Flour adds body to it. And you can't confuse sugar for flour and flour for sugar. Because though they look similar, sugar is more grainy and flour is a little bit more processed. Flour has gone through a process of wheat being grinded and pounded upon. Flour is the process. And the reason why it's so thick is because it's been processed. <sighs> In other words, it was a wheat stalk Similar to the sugar, it was the sugar cane. But now the flour has been a wheat and it's been pounded upon and it's been grinded and it's been through a process. And once it's got real fine and once it got real pounded, it, it, it's then been bleached and it's been processed. And then you add more flour. I've added two cups, but that ain't enough because I need just as much thickener as I got sweetener. Be careful. That you don't have more sugar than flour or more flour than sugar. I can I prophesy to 17 people? You need balance in your life. And in 2021, God's going to bring you the balance in your life. I'm getting ready to experience some thickener and some sweetener. I'm getting ready to experience some good things, but I am a good thing. Because I got some thickener. I got some flour. I, you know, you know, you know, they told me, they told me that good meat make its own gravy. <laughs> but, but if you want some extra gravy, you add some flour to that arjou, huh? And, uh, and then you're able to thicken that bad boy up, throw some onions, y'all ain't saying nothing, and add that to the pot. And then you got some thickener, you got some body. Look at your neighbor and say, hey neighbor. Stop hanging around lean people. You need to be around some people that got somebody. Where's your thickener? Brothers, get you a thick woman. Uh-oh. Sis, get you a thick man. 
believers go to a thick church. When the presence of the Lord is there, it's so thick. The atmosphere is so heavy. The atmosphere is so thick. Nobody got to lay hands on me. We stand six feet apart. That's cool. The presence of the Lord is healing me because the atmosphere is thick. Reason why some of y'all ain't satisfied right now because you go to a church that's too thin for your anointing. It's too thin for what you're trying to get done in your life. It's too thin. There's a thinness in the, oh, God. You know, you know the climate, the climate up in the mountains. The air gets real thin and you can't breathe. Your lungs can't operate when the atmosphere is thin. You need to be where the atmosphere is thick, where your lungs can handle it. I can breathe in his presence because there's some thickener in here. We got some flour. We got some flour. Flour is the thickener because it's been processed. Sugar is the sweetener. I need just as much sugar as I have flour. And they got to measure to the standard. I'm almost through. Then you got to add some eggs. You can't have no cake without eggs. Because eggs are the thing that binds it. The egg is the glue that keep everybody together. <laughs> oh God, you gotta make sure you got some egg in your anointing because it has to be something that's gonna give you a stick-to-itiveness, something that's gonna give you enduring strength I need somebody around that's going to keep this together. You know why some families are hollering and screaming right now? Because Big Mama, that kept the whole family together, when Big Mama died, the family went crazy. When Big Mama died, ain't nobody know what to do. They ain't know nobody's phone number because Big Mama had everybody's secret. Big Mama knew where the, where the bones were buried, and she managed to keep things together. Who is it in this place? It's not going to give permission for people to just walk away and walk out, but you're going to be the binder and say, we're going to Keep this thing. Look at your neighbor and point your finger at them and say, I'm going to be the egg in your life. And tell them, I speak over your life that you're not going to lose it and you're not going to fall to pieces. Come on, prophesy to them and say, this year, you're going to keep it together. This year, you're not falling apart. This year, you're not going to lose your mind. This year, you will keep it together. God's adding an egg. So you're not, but watch this. In order to get, get the power of the glue, to get the power of the egg, you got to break it. You've got to be broken. We like cake. We don't like being broken. We enjoy the sweetener. But the sweetness is nothing if somebody ain't been broken. There, there is a time in your life that you're going to be broken. And you got to make sure, you got to make sure ain't no shells in your brokenness. Because you don't need what's on the outside. You only need what's on the inside. Because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. You know what? There's, there's thousands of ways to make eggs. But not one way includes eating the shell. 
You can make an omelet. You can scramble it. You can boil it. You can poach it. You can do a whole lot to egg. But in every process you eat the egg, you never eat the shell. There is a part that's not supposed to be consumed. There's a part that's not supposed to be devoured. And the problem with your system is you ate the part you should have left out and threw in the garbage. Make sure you only get what's inside. Don't eat what's on the outside. Because what's on the outside is supposed to be broken. Broken. Every joint supplies. The egg supplies the sugar the flour it all supplies but have you been broken i see your glory but have you been broken i see you want to sing and preach and prophesy but have you been broken you want to be a millionaire that's cool have you been broke i need somebody to be honest because see don't nobody Nobody don't put this up on Facebook and Instagram. Everybody want to say how much money they got. Who's going to admit, I'm broke? I ain't got it like that. I know y'all want to prophesy, I'm between blessings and my money is on its way. I know, I know, I just prayed and prophesied a few moments ago. But this is, there's a season. To appreciate the value of wealth, you have to experience a season of poverty. You don't know how to treat money if that's all you had was money. And see, some of your parents are spoiling your children because you always gave them money. You always gave them clothes and sneakers. Let them experience poverty and lack and see how creative they are because there's nothing like lack that makes you creative. And God's saying, I have a great anointing in you, but I got to break you so that you can create. Because within this, within this egg, it's the yolk and it's the white. It's the yolk, it's the white. Actually, there's seven ingredients to the egg. I ain't got time to go through it. But it, uh, there's also the embryo there. Because if you let this egg incubate long enough and keep it warm long enough, the egg can turn into an actual live being. It's however you use it. And some of you need to understand you're the egg to the cake. You have a multiple anointing. You can do more than one thing. If you put me in a pan, you could fry me. If you put me in a pot of water, you could boil me. If you add other ingredients, you could make me an omelet. Come on. If you break me and put me in hot water, you can poach me. There's some of you that have been locked in the minds of men because they have limited you to only one style. They said, all you do is take pictures. All you do is sing. All you do is just preach. That's all you do. No, honey, I got a multiplicity of anointing. I want in 2021, I want you to announce I can do more than one thing. I am ambidextrous in the spirit. I can be scrambled. I can be poached. I can be boiled. You can consume me any kind of way because I'm flexible. Somebody throw your hands up and shout, I'm flexible. I'm flexible. Uh, I can be used in the courtroom. I can be used in the church house. I can be used, come on here, in the kitchen. I can be used. Wherever you put me, you can use me because I'm flexible. I'm flexible. I can keep it together. But I'm flexible. I can do more than one thing. But the power of my ability is in my brokenness. You will never see my greatness if you don't break me.
The breaking of me is the making of me. My potential is only actualized when I'm broken. And what you have been spending years of your life doing is trying not to be broken. We've been trying to actually prevent from being broken. But that's exactly how God's going to use you and get the best out of you when you are. Let me. Can I cook my cake, y'all? Then I got to add some vanilla extract. Y'all don't know how to make no cake. Some vanilla extract. What this is, is flavor. Now, there's two kinds of vanilla extract you can get from the store. You can get pure or you can get imitation. I wish I could talk like I'm talking the way I'm talking, Mother Massey. Huh? Because, because there's, there's one, the pure vanilla extract is more potent. And usually they sell those in real small bottles because you don't need a lot of it. But whenever you find imitation vanilla extract, it always come in big bottles. Because you can use it's been diluted. Uh, it's been watered down. You understand? And so this happened, this happened to be, this happened to be pure. Because that imitation vanilla extract is good, but you got to use a lot of it, and it's less expensive. And sometimes, when you're being cheap, you get imitation. When you're willing to make the investment, you'll get the pure stuff. It's, it's just based upon what you want. It's how, how much are you willing to pay, and what do you want your life of cake to taste like would determine whether you're shopping for pure or you're looking for imitation. It's a shame when God has set aside for you somebody that's pure and you toying with the imitation. It's a mess when you're in the church of God called imitation where he said, I got a pure anointing for you. It may not be a big church, but it's a pure church. It may not be popular, but it's pure. Look at somebody and say, in this season, I want it pure, baby. I want it pure. Don't give me no imitation. Don't give me no partial. Don't give me nothing watered down. Give it to me pure. Because pure has greater potency. And you don't need a whole lot of it. We don't need bells and whistles and glitz and glamour. We don't need all of that stuff. All we got to do is lift our hands and open up our mouth and he shows up when it's pure. When it's imitation, you got to work it up. You know, you got to put a whole lot into it. You got to put your back into it because it's imitation. If it's pure, just lift your hands. Open your mouth and worship him because when it's pure, it's effective. When it's pure, it got power. It's potent. And you don't need a lot. Because your service was longer don't mean it was stronger. You got to understand that when it's pure, we ain't got to be here all day. Because he did enough for me to take home. I left church with a doggy bag. It was so pure. I got enough for later. Come on here. Because it was so pure. It was so potent. When you have rich food and when you eat really grand food and seven course meals, the meals are always very rich. It's always very filling. You can't even get through all courses because of the wealth of the meal. It's so much. I can't even eat all of it. It's pure. So I got some, 
some vanilla extract, the pure kind. And you don't need a whole lot of it because it's just flavor. And sometimes you can be fooled by flavor. See, flavor adds the taste that's attractive. And there are some people that's adding more flavor, but it ain't no flour. See, flour's the thickener that gives it body. Flavor just gives it the attraction and the taste. And we have been fooled by flavor and flour. You ain't thick, you just got on a lot of perfume. You didn't wash, you just got on a lot of cologne. You didn't bathe, you just added a lot of flavor to appear that you're something that you're not. Flavor can fool you, because it can make you think that something is not what it really is. Let me add, let me add my pure vanilla in there. And my pure vanilla in there. Uh, let me add my pure vanilla in there. And uh, another ingredient you need, I'm almost through, y'all still with me? Is you need salt. In scratch cake, yeah, y'all, you got to put salt. Here's the thing, you don't need a lot of it. Because this is what salt does. It pulls the flavor out of everything. Ah, God, I felt something there. I said, salt makes sugar sweeter. Salt makes eggs bind better. <laughs> salt makes flour tighter. Salt makes the flavor more flavorful. And all you need is just a little. All you need is just a little. You don't need a lot of salt because the salt is so salty that it can pull everybody's greatness out. This may be why Jesus called us the salt of the earth. I can't talk like I'm talking. He said, you're the salt of the earth because you pull out everybody's greatness. You make everybody better. When you come around, we all feel great because you're the salt of the earth and if the salt loses her savor wherewith shall it be salted brothers and sisters ladies and gentlemen you don't gotta be everywhere but wherever you are you make everybody better actually actually the appreciation of my existence is your greatness Let me say it again. The appreciation of my presence is you being great. If you're not great, I failed. Look how y'all looking at me the way you're looking at me. I said, if you're not great, I failed as a pastor. I failed as a leader. My whole assignment in your life is to be salt enough to pull out your anointing of prophecy. Pull out your anointing of evangelism. Pull out the author in you. Pull out the business owner in you. Pull out the mother and the father in you. My purpose is to make you taste better. And to heighten who you already are. Who do you add value to? Every joint supplies. Every joint 
supplies. Everybody got to do their part. Even the salt. You don't need a lot of it. You need a little. And then, and then we got some milk. The milk of the word. The milk is the dairy part of the cake that has enough body in it that you only need one cup of milk. It's the dairy. Milk adds substance. Milk adds substance. It also contributes to that silkiness what the butter does. Without milk, you don't have any liquidity and no consistency, but then the flexibility of the milk. Milk makes all of these solid substances liquid, formable, my God, pliable, flexible enough to move it around. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, my message is almost through because my cake is almost done. But this still ain't a cake. It's a bunch of ingredients in a bowl. Everybody got potential. Everybody got power. And everybody got strength. So Dr. Shaw, what's your message today? Because I never gave a title. And I did it on purpose. Because I'm announcing the end of a thing. Before the beginning. Because some of you want the announcement of who you are in the beginning. So you can accept what you're going through. But God says sometimes I'm not going to name you. Until I got all the ingredients in the bowl. I'm not going to identify you. Until you put all the ingredients in the same location. And in the same spot. This ain't nothing y'all but a bunch of ingredients in the bowl. And that's how our church sometimes uh, is. Just a bunch of ingredients in a bowl. And the devil doesn't mind if we come as a bunch of ingredients in a bowl. He don't care if you come to church because you ain't nothing but a bunch of ingredients in a bowl. But the power I can't preach a no lapel mic and holler like I want to. The power of the cake is not in the ingredients. The name of my message is, it's in the mix. It's in the mix, ladies and gentlemen. It is not the ingredients by themselves. It's when you mix those boys together and you stir them together, it's when you do something with what you got, which means you're no good by yourself. But when all of us mix together, when all when the binder and the salt and the flour and the sugar and the vanilla and the milk is allowing everybody to be flexible enough. I wish I could talk like I'm talking the way I'm talking. It's all in the mix. The devil don't care if we come to church if we never love each other. He don't care if we come to church if we don't even know each other's name. He don't care if we come to church if we're not even concerned about each other's well-being. He wants us out 
closely to mix together. The power of discipleship is not in individuality. It's in the mix. It's in the mix, ladies and gentlemen. Until you can't see egg no more. Until you can't see flour no more. Until you can't see sugar no more. You don't even know where the milk went. Because it's all in the mix, ladies and gentlemen. It's all about the mix. Are you mixing with the right ingredients? And what God will do, like a master chef, is he will mix us. And he will stir us. Why is it that that sister keeps looking at me? God is trying to mix you. Why does the Lord keep burdening my heart with that woman to pray for her? Because God wants you to mix. See, the demon and the demon of our future is telling us, I can't fool with people. That's how y'all talk. I, I, can't, I can't fool with everybody. I, I, I don't mess with everybody. I, I can't. I, 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 I. No, you don't want to admit you mean-spirited. You don't want to admit that you're not nice. You don't want to admit that you're not pleasant because watch this. You ain't got to do nothing but be cordial to people. You got to do nothing but be nice to people. Oh, my next sermon series is called Be Nice. I know that y'all trying to preach in Valentine, be mine. I'm preaching, be nice because you'll never have cake if you don't mix. God got us in this church called Crown, but are you mixed in? Or do you just go here for the prophecy? Do you just come here for the word? Are you mixed in? Are you connected? Do you support it? Every joint supplies. Oh, this is cake from scratch. And sometimes God will say, let's see. Mm -mm. Don't taste like me. That's why you say, oh, taste and see. That the Lord is good. And the Lord can't use you till he tastes you. And you taste like him. Mixed together. Which means none of us by ourselves is the body of Christ. All of us together. Is, look at your neighbor and say, you're not the body by yourself. You're not the church by yourself. We got to mix together. And he's busy mixing us. For everybody that's looking for your identity, that's cute, and that's nice, because you may be an egg, you may be sugar, you may be flour. Here's the, here's, here's the problem. Eventually, you're going to lose your identity when you mix with everybody. Because where's the egg? In the mix. You don't see it by itself. So when we look inside and all we see is you, you ain't mixed. You're supposed to be so mixed so we don't see you. We see us. Do we see us? Lord, make me. Make me a cake. Put me in the mix. I need somebody to put that in the comments right now. Put me in the mix. Now, here's the difference between Betty Crocker, Duck and Hines. I'm almost through. Here's the difference between those box cakes. Is those box cakes is not as thick as scratch cake. 
They're a little bit loose. They tell you to add water to it and, you know. But there's, there's, some, there's some thickener in scratch cake. And so mixing it, you got to turn up the mixer high so you can really get it all mixed up in there. And when it's all mixed up, if you're like my son, Jonathan Jr., he want to lick the bowl. Y'all ain't been no bowl lickers. He want to, oh, Lord, help us. He want to he want, he want be able to have, have the, the mixer, and he want to use that like a lollipop walking around the house. But even in this, y'all, there is no cake. This is just batter. This ain't cake yet. What now has to happen is the batter has to be placed into a baking dish. And when it's placed into a baking dish, it's poured in there. That batter's poured in that baking dish. Here's the thing. Baking dishes can be square. It can be round. It can be bunt. It can be all kinds of shapes. I mean, you can make it into animals. You can make it into people's faces. It can be all kinds of shapes. But watch this. The batter can only take on the shape of whatever pan it's poured in. Because it's flexible, it's pliable, so it takes on the form of whatever pan you put it in. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. It's possible to be made in one bowl, but baked in another. You're not always baked in the same pan you were made. I need somebody to catch it. I need somebody to catch it. What we're trying to do is we're trying to get made and baked in the same bowl. Can you handle him transferring you? Can you handle if he shifts you? I, I, ain't trying to, I ain't trying to mess with nobody. But some of you right now are in a church and that church is your bowl. But this church is your pan. I'm trying to help you. God stirred you in one arena, but he going to bake you in another arena. You got to be able to handle the shift and the transfer. It doesn't mean anything is wrong with the bowl. It doesn't mean that the bowl don't have purpose. You don't have to dislike the bowl and have fever with the bowl because the bowl was necessary for your mixing. But the mixing is no good if you never endure the baking. Which means you got to shift. To another pan. I, I, I wish I could prophesy to 30 folks. God said he going to shift you to another pan. Hey, hey. Where you living right now has just been your bowl of mixture. But where God's about to put you is going to be your pan of baking. He's about to shift you. He's about to shift you to another dimension, another region, another plateau. Who am I prophesying to? God is about to transfer you. The wealth of the wicked is transferred over to the righteous Something is about to transfer in your life and you got to be flexible enough to handle the transfer. And so, so the bowl is good, but the bowl is only a season. It's only temporary. Don't live in the bowl. Just get mixed up there. Don't live there. Don't stay there too long. It's just been your place of mixture. It was necessary for your development, but it's only been your mixture. I got to get out of here. And then, and then it's poured into a pan. And then that whole pan is placed in an oven. 
And when you place the pan in the oven, it bakes. It bakes. Because of the flour, it rises. But it don't rise too much. It rises enough for the pan that was placed in. It rises just enough. In other words, don't rise above the pan you were placed in. That's why. That's why you can't add too much flour. Because you'll rise above the pan that God put you in. And it bakes. And if you grew up in a house like my house, where my mother baked all the time, and you know, we live in an apartment building, and our oven leaned. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all ain't never had a leaning oven before. Your kitchen floor was unbalanced, and that, thing, that bad boy leaned. And mother always knew when to go in the oven and turn the pan so the cake could be balanced. And it won't lean too much to one side, but she'll turn it so it can lean back to the other side. And the cake can be back. She always knew the timing, and she always knew when to turn the cake. But here's another thing, which is the instructions of the house of a cake that's being baked. Don't y'all be running. The vibration of the floor going to make my cake fall. You got to be careful when you're in environments. That's causing turbulence when you're trying to come up. Watch who runs away when you start rising. Watch who creates vibrations when they see you in elevation. Just trying to make you fall. As soon as I started coming up, you ran. Soon as I got promoted, you ran. Because you want me to fall. But now unto him who is able to keep us from falling. Here's the thing again with scratch cake, y'all. It bakes a little bit longer. It, it, it you know, Betty Crocker, Duncan Hines, go buy it. It's nice. It's good cake. But but scratch cake takes a little bit longer. Box cake would take about 30, 45 minutes. It'd be done. It's golden on the top. But, but, but scratch cake, take about an hour and a half or so, two hours, depending on how big that pan is. And you got to add heat to it. How do you know that everybody is working when we add heat to it? How do we know if you supplied enough? When we added heat to it, <laughs> which means, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, just because we mix together don't mean that God ain't going to turn the fire up on us. It don't mean that God ain't going to intensify the heat with us. He going to make you not like me. and He going to make me not like you. And we going to argue and we going to fight. But we got egg in us. We've been bound together and we're going to work through the fight. And I may not like what you said, but I love you enough to get it right with you. And I may not like what you did, but I love you enough to get it right with you. And if you have ought against your brother, you leave your gifts at the altar and you go and make it right with them. Because we're in the heat together. We're not going to always be chum buddies. But we mix together. And we don't easily walk away. Because in that pan, you can't pull out the cake. You can't, rather, you can't pull out the eggs. You can't pull out the flour. I dare you try to separate the sugar grains. It's too difficult. When you're in the mix, by the time you're done and your oven has been checked and God keeps checking on you, he keeps examining you 
because I don't know about anybody else. I'm glad that God knows how long we can handle heat. I want, I want to say this and I'm through. I want to say this to about 25 people right now. God knows how much heat you can handle. He's not going to keep you in there longer than your ability and your capacity. I know you feel like you're in the fire right now, but ladies and gentlemen, God's about to pull you out the heat. I don't know who this word is for, but this moment right here is the word of the Lord to you. God is about to pull you out of the heat. You've been in the heat for a while. You've been in the heat for a long time. And you're tired of it. And you're saying, God, I'm done. He said, no, you ain't ready yet. You ain't golden enough. You ain't golden enough. He's going to pull you out when you're golden brown. Uh, the scripture says, uh, when he has tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Look at your neighbor and say, I got to be gold. I got to be gold. When he's finished, he pulls out cake. He pulls out a finished ingredient. He pulls out somebody who's been completed, processed, and baked. It's time that you shift from batter to cake, but it's all in the mix. You would think that once you've been broken, you would think that once you've been mixed, that he was done with you. He said, no, now I got to cut you. And you don't have a real adorning until you've been cut. I said, you ain't got real power until you've been cut on. You think you finished, but God says today, now I got to cut you. Ah, I wish. Get ready for your increase. Get ready for me to use you. Because God said I'm about to cut you. Look at your name and say, he's about to cut you. He's about to cut you. He's about to cut you. When God cuts you, when God slices you, that means he's ready to distribute you. He's ready to use you. You can't be used until you've been cut. You can't be distributed until you've been cut. Now somebody can enjoy you. I'm glad we are consecration. Now you can be distributed. Now somebody can have a piece of you because you've been cut. Throw your hands up and say, cut me, Lord. Cut me, Lord. I'm a millionaire, but cut me, Lord. Cut me, Lord. Who wants a piece? Who wants a piece? I, 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 I've, been, I've been healed. Cut me, Lord. Cut me, Lord. I've been delivered, but cut me, Lord. I've got an anointing. Cut me, Lord. Cut me, Lord. Aren't y'all glad we all consecration? Cut me. Cut me. Cut me. I'm here for the cut. I'm here for the cut. Wait a minute. I dare you to look at somebody and say, have you made the cut? <laughs> look, look, at, look at your neighbor and say, hey neighbor, have you made the cut? 
pointing to Thomas, he cut me, he cut me, he cut me. He cut me deep. He cut me so he could use me. So, he can, so I can be distributed to the world. The power of your existence is not to look pretty, but the power of your existence is to be cut and to be distributed. And there ain't nothing like being cut. And what most people say is I'm losing myself. No, you're not losing yourself. You're being used. This is what you were made for. You were made to be distributed. You were made to be mixed up. You were made for other people to enjoy you. Look at somebody and say, you were not made to enjoy yourself. You were made for others to enjoy you. Ah, you were made to be distributed. You were made to be handed out. I don't know. Who wants a piece? Who wants a piece? I'm, hand, I'm, hand, I'm handing out cake today. This, this, this cake is good with some tea or with some coffee. Uh, Y'all ain't saying nothing. Huh? This cake is good. Have you a good macchiato or something somewhere? Hallelujah to God. That ain't Hallelujah. It's good when it's distributed. It's no good sitting here in the pan looking pretty. God don't want you to sit there and look pretty. He wants you to be cut. Oh, y'all online, I'm sorry. I, I wish you were here too. I promise you. I wish you were here. Because it, it, it's a blessing in the pressing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is, this, is what, this is what you're here for. This is what you were designed for. You were designed to be distributed. You were designed to be distributed. Here it is. Somebody say, use all of me, Lord. Use all of me. Now, now here, watch this, y'all. Here's, here's, here's what's amazing. Everybody that got a piece, you're enjoying cake. I hope it tastes good. But you know what's so powerful, Isaiah? What's in the cake is in the crumb. And sometimes you get cake, but other times you get crumbs. And the woman told Jesus, I'm not even worthy, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Because everything that's in the slice of cake is also in the crumbs. So you cannot appreciate your crumbs. You'll never get a whole cake. Sometimes you got to be grateful for the crumb. Because everything in the crumb is in the cake. But it's all in the mix. God is making us and he's putting us all in the mix. You and you and you and you and me. He's putting us all in the mix together 
and we're not valuable until we've been stirred up together because alone and by ourselves we're no good today I'm through I hope you got something out of this I hope I helped you I need you to survive I need you and you need me we're all a part of God's body I need you to survive today if you just an ingredient but you're ready for God to mix you would you rest on your feet in the sanctuary those online lift your hands right there where you are God's gonna do something amazing he's gonna do something powerful in your life he's gonna mix you with the right people I know in your past you got mixed up with the wrong people but God's about to mix you with the right people he's about to mix you with partners He's about to mix you with people who are going to collaborate. They're going to be jealous of you. They're going to hate you. They're going to hold you accountable. But they're going to support you. And they're going to believe God for you. Today, I want you to lift your hands and close your eyes all over this place. And lift your hands and say, Lord, put me in the mix. What's the right mixture for ministry? Put me in the mix. What's the right mixture for business? Put me in the mix. What's the right mixture? But my home, my house, put me in the mix. What's the right mixture? What's the right mixture? What's the right mixture? What's the right mixture? Come on, lift those hands. I want to be in the mix. I want to be in the mix. I want to be in the mix. I want God to use me. I want God to get the glory out of me. I want God to be honored in my life. Come on, it's all in the mix. If that's you, lift your hands right now. God's about to connect you with the right people. Father, match the flour to my sugar. Match the eggs with salt, put milk in there. Give me everything I need to go where I need to go and do what you call me to do. Put me in the mix. Put me in the mix. Put me in the mix. I know, God, we got to be six feet apart now. And COVID got us separate. But I thank you that in the spirit, you can stir us up together. You can mix us up together. Have your way, Lord. And move by your spirit. Cause your anointing to cause every joint to supply. Every joint to supply. That we can be fitly joined together. That we are one body in Christ Jesus. I bind the spirit of selfishness and hatred and jealous, jealousy and envy and strife that has raised this ugly head in the body i curse you from the very root that we will not be a divided people huh because you said in your word lord that a house divided against itself cannot stand but today god we mix with the right people we mix with the right resources we mix with the right ingredients and we shall be healed by the double i feel the hand of the lord healing somebody from marital relationships of the of the past He's healing you from childhood drama and childhood issues and childhood things that you went through and endured that you're not even over yet. You can't be put in the mix because you're still hanging on to old problems. But today, I need you to survive. I need you to be delivered. I need you to be healed and set free today. I need God to use you and to get the best out of it. Would you lift your hands? Would you open up your mouth and begin to worship him from the top of your voice? 
right there online raise your voice come on let's worship him hey. I prophesy to your 2021 that this shall be the year of divine connections divine connections I'll meet who I need to meet I'll talk to who I need to talk to I'll connect to who I need to connect with put me in the mix hey put me in the mix put me in the mix Lord I want to be used I want to be used if you want God to use you lift your hands and say God I'm available I'm available I'm available for you to use me I'm available for you to distribute me I, I need you I need you I need you I'm praying for you I need you to pray for me my brother I need you to survive I won't harm you with words from my mouth I love you and I need I need yeah, oh, I need you I need you Hey I need you to survive I won't harm you with words from my mouth I love you I need you to survive I pray for you you pray for me we're all one body in Christ there's no big eyes there's no little use I'm not bigger than you I'm not better than you but we all in the mix we all in the mix and I need you I need you too hey hallelujah listen stay right there I want you we getting ready to go but I want every person in this room I want you to take one solid minute and I want you to start praying and interceding for somebody right now I want you to pray for somebody not a family member I want you to pray for somebody else I want you to pray by, by their name call their name before the Lord take one solid minute and pray online I want you to take one solid minute and pray for somebody put their name in the comments who you praying for and I don't want you to stop but I want you to speak to God about that person right now you got one minute come on pray open your mouth and pray just start praying just start praying pray pray I won't harm you with words from my mouth come on pray 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 I pray for you pray Pray it's your assignment me. to pray. I love it's your assignment to pray. I need you to God put you. God, God put them I on your heart. God put them on your heart. Pray. Hey. Pray for that man. I need pray for that woman. Come on, come on. Come on. Pray. You. Pray. You pray. Pray like their life depends on it. I love pray like their life depends I on it. Pray like their life depends on it. I won't harm you with words from my mouth. I love you. I love you. I need you to survive. Come on. I pray for you. Pray earnestly. 
pray fervently pray with fire pray with power pray with authority pray now right now celebrate God for what he's doing praise him like he just answered your prayer praise him like he's answering your prayer praise him like he's answering your prayer praise him like it's getting ready to happen praise him like they're already healed praise him like they're already delivered praise him like they've just been set free praise him like they've just been saved and the yoke has been destroyed the yoke has been destroyed the yoke has been destroyed Oh God, hallelujah, let me hear a praiser, let me hear a praiser, let me hear a praiser, hallelujah, 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 I'm all in the mix, I'm all in the mix, I'm all in the mix, I'm all in the mix. You're all in the mix. You're all in the mix. Wherever you are, whoever you are, you're all in the mix. You're all in the mix. Come on, worship. We can never go home. Let's worship. Hey, Hallelujah. One more time. One more time. Come on. Come on. Worship. 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 Now open your mouth and worship. Open your mouth and worship him. Give him glory. Give him honor. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Listen, there's somebody right now under the sound of my voice, you're not saved. You need to be in the mix. You are one of the ingredients that God needs for his cake. God is making a cake out of us, and you're a missing ingredient. How do I get in the mix? All you got to do is jump in the bowl. Jump in the bowl. If you don't know Jesus today as your Lord and your Savior, today you can be saved. If you're here in the comments in the chat, I want you to type, I want to be saved. I want to, I want to walk with Christ. I want to walk with Jesus. I want him to be my Lord and Savior. If that's you, I want you to repeat this prayer, even here in the sanctuary. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Change me. Save me. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. 
I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead and now I'm saved. I don't belong to the world and I don't even belong to myself. I belong to him. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. Come on, clap your hands and celebrate. Somebody just gave their life to Jesus. Somebody just gave it. Come on, the Bible says that heaven is rejoicing over one soul that gave their life to the Lord. Listen, if that was you and you gave your life to the Lord, I want you to take it a step further. We want to stay connected with you. We want to hook up with you. We want to join you. We want to walk you through this journey called salvation. I want you to text the word saved. S-A-V-E-D. Text the word saved to the number 40691. Text the word saved to 40691. We're going to respond to it immediately. And we want to pray with you. We want to walk you through this journey of salvation. We want to show you what it means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. We congratulate you. We celebrate you. And we welcome you to the body of Christ. Come on. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. If you did, I would love for you to do two things. One, subscribe to our show so you can receive notification of our most recent messages. Also, if this message has impacted you, you can click the link in the description and you can give now. We'll connect with you next time on Crown Ministries Podcast.